0: Good day, community, and welcome to the first ever Jock Reynolds Evolution League podcast. That's our new fantasy game. Thank you to for the music that you are hearing now, and thank you to Hunt Life for supporting the Jock Reynolds Evolution League. They sell great t-shirts, and we'll talk about them soon. Boys, I'm excited to be here. Damo, how are you?
1: I'm good, Lec. I'm good, Lec. I'm in isolation when I'm not at work, but other than that, I'm okay.
0: That's good to hear. I'm glad you're holding up. And Patch, you beautiful human, how are you travelling?
2: I'm travelling as well as as can be, but golly gosh, what we're talking about today has been the highlight of of my week for the past couple of weeks, and it's bloody exciting.
0: I'm excited, man. I'm excited because if community, if you haven't heard, if you haven't seen, if you've been uh, avoiding us, stop avoiding us because it's time to talk about our new fantasy game, Jock Reynolds Evolution League. Here's the basics, and I'll let the boys break it down, but here's the basics. We post teams on a Thursday, or early on a Friday, for a stream we're going to run, on the Friday. We run a stream, we simulate two games, between AFL teams, in AFL Evolution 2. You pick players from those teams, you get those players stats, you get a score. It's very simple, But, jeez, it's a lot of fun. It's exactly like Supercoach, except it's with way weirder physics and a much worse experience. Patch, how have you been finding it?
2: I mean, it's been extraordinary fun, and that's the important thing, because on on one level you get kind of that Draft Stars format of we get fantasy footy back in some format, um, and then also we get to watch the ridiculous, ridiculous artificial intelligence that runs... AFL Evolution 2's game engine. We've seen behinds be givers like out on out of bounds and vice versa. We've seen fullbacks be awful, awful at football, and it's just been, it's been a hoot because we get to hang out together. We get some of the other. We get we get Foz on the on the special comments. We get Clarky on the boundary. It's an absolute hoot. So if you haven't been following along, drag yourself out from under whatever rock you're under and come have a gander. That's excellent.
0: Now demo. Take the people through it. It's not a super complicated system. It's not so over complex that you might not be able to participate. Anyone can participate. All you need is access to the internet. Uh, and all you need is to bloody jump in because each round, we've done two rounds so far, two preseason games. Each round's its own competition. Jump in, compete against everyone. Tag a friend, bring a friend, get them to play as well. Demo. Take us through the process of making a team. Uh,
1: so we'll post the teams on either the Thursday night or the Friday morning before the Friday stream. There'll be a link on the, uh, on, on the post to enter your team into a Google sheet, which is like an Excel page. Um, and you choose the players. They've all got different prices based on their evolution uh, player rating, which some might may disagree with, but that's their price. And um, then you'll make a team, you've got a salary cap of $950, and you build a team that you think is going to score the best. And it doesn't marry up to Supercoach in that the higher-priced players will score the best. It's purely based on their evolution player rating, and we've learned that player ratings don't always equal high-scoring Players. It's
0: effectively meaningless. <laughs> it's ba- it's basically, every time you're picking a team, it's just, it's effectively pure randomness. And we'll talk about some of that in a minute. But Damo, like, you can put as much time and thought into this as you want, but it's literally random.
1: 100%. And I think we had a team that had only spent $917 or something and was in the top five scorers for for one of our rounds, so he didn't even spend the whole thing, and probably could have spent a bit more if he really wanted to, but he went outside the square, chose players that we didn't even think of, and got a really good score because of it, so he, whoever it was, he or she, really nailed their selections.
0: And, Patch, we we had a couple of preseason games on AFL Evolution 1. Then they surprised us. They said, AFL Evolution 2, it's bloody available now. So I just want to shout out the top five from round one. So shout out to Tuts, who won with 547 points. Monkey around second place. K-Dogs Killers, who has been dominant all four rounds, uh, came in a third. Breaking Brilliant fourth. And the Brat Pack fifth. And then... I want to do a very special shout-out to the Round 2 Top 5 patch. Any, any wondering why I might want to talk about Round 2?
2: I couldn't possibly imagine, Dog. Well, couldn't possibly fathom why you would, would have any particular interest in round two.
0: Let's just run through the uh, leaderboard for round two. At the top, Dog with a dominant 572 points, even after a stat correction. Well done, young, young gun. You're a bloody legend. Footy player, 7-7 seven, seven in second place. Alice underscore Yorick, who joins us every single stream. One of the very valued contributors to the stream on 552 points. Benno's boys, we love you, Benno, on Twitter, and Strike Force in fifth of 527 points. And we'll go to the overall rankings patch uh, very quickly because that's what people want to hear. Look, like I said, each competition is its own competition, and we're sort of focused on the round-by-round, round, but it's nice to keep track of who does well consistently. And it is that man we mentioned before on top, Tuts, who has been good all year. The Brat Pack in at second. Winners are is third. Fresh Princes in fourth. And the very dominant K-Dogs Killers in fifth. I've snuck in at sixth with a very good round two. And I'll just mention my name there. Um, how, how have you found it, want? Do you want to...
2: Oh, I was about to say, do you very quickly want to go to the bottom?
0: <laughs> well, Patch, you're in at thirteenth, which is very good. We're very happy with that. Clarky. Sneaks in to the top twenty-five. He's ranked twenty-fourth at the moment. Foz daddy ranked thirtieth. Now I'm just, I'm just gonna try and find Damo. Uh, Damo, you're down at number fifty-nine. And if we go by the rankings for round one, a uh, dead last, mate. What's going on there? uh it's just random. <laughs> 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 uh, I think, you know what I said? I said it was random before, but I reckon it's all skill, uh, hence my round two victory. Um, what? <laughs> it is random, Patch, it, isn't
2: it? it? It is very much random. I mean, we, we'll start talking about some of the, the top scorers, people that, that haven't really had a, a look at it, haven't had a gander. Um, Isaac Heaney was dominant. He was your captain over the weekend with 77 points, um, which we, we basically looked at it and gone, uh, 50 is the equivalent of Supercoach We're with 77s. You know, pushing past your 150, excellent score. Um, but, yeah, the, the the big surprise out of the uh, the first night of AFL Evo 2 was um, the number one player from that series of, of games, or that doubleheader, Big Ivan Soldo. Um, scored 72 points. Correct me if I'm wrong, don't think the, uh, the big man had a stat outside of a hit-out.
0: Correct. Only had hit-outs. Uh, started on the bench as well. So, not... Uh, on paper, not a good selection. Had I think he had eighteen hitouts or something, seventy-two points for the game. Look, AFL Evo Two. They have announced they're going to do a patch soon. They're going to do change all the player ratings, so all the prices get changed. They're going to hopefully change some of the gameplay. But one of the flaws of this game is that if you've got a number one ruckman, they actually don't ruck the most. It gives it to the backup ruckman, and in this case, it was Ivan Soldo. But the um, can you or, or in some demo? instances?
2: Oh, can I? If I can jump yeah. in there, uh, in 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 some instances, the backup backup ruckman, as uh, as we saw saw Heath Shaw going at it on Sunday night, demo that was bananas.
1: It was insane to see him up in the ruck. It was kind of it was kind of like seeing uh, Jason Blake of St Kilda doing it.
0: Well, and he dominated though. He won every hit out over. Uh, uh, it was Radicalia, wasn't it?
2: believe so. It was Radigler and maybe Stanley, the, the two of them jumping in there, and he was jumping over the top of them. He was showing out, you know, pulling out all the tricks um, and left no stone unturned and then was promptly just sent back to the back pocket and no one knew what happened. No, no. one had any idea.
0: We've seen players like Buddy Franklin in the rack, Charlie kerno has been in the rack. It's... It's probably the biggest flaw of the gameplay we've found so far. So spending on rucks is a gamble. And Damo, we saw Brody Grundy, a respectable 57, but when you're spending 10% of your salary on a guy, uh, you want a bit more than that, don't you?
1: Yeah, you you want your number one ruckerman to be the one who is rucking the entire time. And that's why we found in the second round people would... Sp- would only spend the $72 on um, Riley O'Brien because it was pretty much a free hit.
0: Now, guys, some of the headlines, before we get back to talking about the game, one of the key features of the game is the Wheel of Chaos. The Wheel of Chaos we spin at the end of each round, if you haven't watched or joined us yet. At the end of each game, uh, we spin the Wheel of Chaos We do three spins. The first spin is to determine how many more spins we're going to do. We once spun a zero, we said we're not doing that. We're always going to spin. The second wheel of chaos has every player's name, all 44 players' names from a game. If their name comes up, they go to the next wheel, we spin again, it has a list of injuries, uh, suspensions, some of them say, hey, he's fine, nothing's going to happen, but basically that determines how we're going to do the ins and outs, injuries and storylines of this season, and the big one patch, the, the first spin liner. of the what season. What a storyline. Take liner. us through it, mate.
2: Um, well, it was sort of, you, you, I'd never seen it before. You No one no one had seen it before outside of a few members of the Inner Sanctum, and he sort of whipped it out um, and said, you know, it'll just sort of determine injuries, determine, you know, who's going to miss next week, who might get dropped on form. You spun the wheel. You, you picked up poor Harry Mackay, the, um, the youngster from the Blues, Um, Didn't do much in the game, and we all sort of sat there thinking, oh yeah, he'll be dropped. Um, Spun the wheel. um, Life ban for doping for the youngster. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, so there's about 100 options on that wheel, and there is one that bans you for life, and it was the first one to come up. We were very excited to see that, because Harry McGuire he had a respectable 30 points, 31 points for the game, but... Uh, We'll never see him again. He will never play a Jock Reynolds Evolution League game again. A couple other things that have come out of that. Jeremy Howe, who had went statless, zero points for the night. Uh, It turns out he had actually done a... I believe it was a calf, and he's to be confirmed. So he was pulled out early during the start of the first term. Didn't get a stat, which is disappointing. Not sure if he'll be available. And then... um, I think everyone else is a test or is available for selection, aren't they, Patch? I think it was just Harry um, Mackay. Someone,
2: says, no, someone did a groin. We should have researched this before we actually started doing a podcast on the thing. Um, but why would we do a research on a thing we're going to talk about in the podcast? Someone did a groin um, from one of the, from the second game. Yeah. The second we'll spin never of, know. of chaos. Fantastic. We'll never know. We will, we will remember and um, bring them out of the team. Um,
0: Demo, uh, I'm going to throw you under the bus here. We do have uh, five games from round one in real life remaining, so we're going to do those this weekend. If you're quickly able to Google what those games are, I can fill for a bit. We could pause, but that's not how we do things here. Now, community, no.
2: No, we're, we're now used to the Twitch, the live streaming lifestyle um, of just having to fill and break the fourth wall and tell each other to fill time, just as as we desperately try and Google things or set things up or change screens in the background.
0: We've had some fantastic graphics mocked up, A Jock Reynolds' Evolution League logo has been produced. And it's been produced by our friends at Punt Life, who are a T-shirt-making company. Generally, they design uh, really cool sports shirts. There's an Eddie Betts one available which is my favorite one, but they've designed some Jock Reynolds Evolution League merchandise, which will, is available now. The link is going to be in the description. The link's going to be on the website. If you're interested at all in supporting the show, supporting the website, go over there, hook up uh, hook up yourself with some awesome new threads. They've got some great shirts there, and they're going to be doing a grand final prize for us. And we haven't really locked in a date for the grand final, But I'm pretty sure the only thing you'll need to do to be eligible for the Grand Final or winning a Grand Final exclusive Jock Reynolds Evolution League Grand Final T-shirt will be just play a game before the Grand Final. All you have to do is enter one game before the Grand Final. Um, We'll name the Grand Final when we've locked in some dates, when we know what the numbers are for the amount of people entering. But yeah, there's going to be a great Jock Reynolds Evolution League shirt up for grabs and Damo as you go in to talk about this week's potential games uh, Foz Daddy's going to drop in and out of the Discord channel
2: <laughs> Damo which game? Which games are we doing this this Easter long weekend we've got five left we can pick four of them I reckon we could do which five are... I don't... we could do five alright there we go executive decision we're doing okay. five Boom. so the
1: five games remaining are Essendon versus Fremantle Gold Coast versus Port Adelaide West Coast versus Melbourne North Melbourne versus St. Kilda. And the final game is Hawthorne versus Brisbane.
0: Amazing. So people are automatically going to think, I'm going to lock in a Dane Zorko. I'm going to lock in a Zach Merritt. But we saw in the preseason demo that uh, maybe spending a lot of your salary on one guy like a Dane Zorko isn't always the option.
1: Well, lots of people did lock in Dane Zorko when we had the preseason games and it was Reese Matheson who was almost $20 cheaper than Dane Zorko, who decided that he was going to step up and score the most points.
2: Yep, yeah, It's people who picked um, Hipwood expecting a couple of goals. Not Brian Lester kicked four of the five Lions goals. It's just random. It's just random. Doesn't stop you from taking the piss out of people that do poorly, though.
0: No, and can I say, there's some been some favourites of ours so far. Shane Kirsten, obviously one of the greatest. I think he might be one of the only players, or oh, him and Nat Fife the only players to ever ton up in the Jock Reynolds Evolution League in their pre-season games. In the real deal, it's been a lot harder. But Patch, Cam McCarthy has definitely recorded the highlight of the Jock Reynolds Evolution League. Uh, can you recount his spectacular mark in the preseason?
2: It was, it was just a, a pure screamer. He was one of those ones where you get the knees up, you take it on the chest. It's just, honestly, they could have taken that image and put it on the front of AFL Evolution 2, to be honest with you. I'm surprised they didn't. I know Paddy Cripps has all the pulling power name-wise, but to be honest with you, I Shane Kirsten is the hero of AFL Evolution 1 for me.
0: Yeah, and he always will be. And... So we should note, there are some special rules in the Jock Reynolds Evolution League. Yeah, there's, you know, four points for a handball, five points for a kick, or whatever it is off the top of my head. The important things are, if you do take a a hanger, and then you kick a goal, or you take a hanger and then you hit a target, it's bonus points. We've never had to enact bonus points, because turnovers and clangers are pretty much every kick in this game, but when it does happen, it's going to be exciting, Damo.
1: Oh yeah, I'm ready for that to be um, put in place. I'm ready to see someone spectacular make a make a good impact on on a game and get those points.
0: Yeah, boys. Just before, because we probably don't need to go that much longer. I just want to run through the early doors uh, top five scorers in each position. If you've got the sheet up in front of you, we can talk through them. There's going to be some surprises in here we touched on it before but I think if we break it down there's going to be some real surprises so in defence here's our top five scorers in the Drock Reynolds Evolution League in defence Lockie Plowman is number one, 74 points, and was putrid in his game. Turnover after turnover after turnover, but it just goes to show you can be an awful key position defender uh, in terms of turnovers in this game. But you can still put up a decent score. So Lockie Plowman, number one, with seventy-four points. David McKay, sixty-three points. Jordan Roughhead, fifty-eight points. Tom Stewart, fifty-eight points as well. Easton Wood and Kyle Hardigan tied for fifty-seven. So. Out of those names, there's one you'd consider in Supercoach, and that's Tommy Stewart. So, Patch, it's just a different formula, isn't it?
2: It's, yeah, none of us have really wrapped it, well, none of the Inner Sanctum have really wrapped our heads around it despite inventing the game. Several on the streams have obviously picked up very, very quickly. Um, But, yeah, no, it's, it's that sort of thing where we don't know. If you pick the team's designated kick-out player and like what happened to Adelaide happens again where they kick eight behinds in somehow 10 minutes of, of actual game time, then you're laughing. That's, that's a literally had seven possessions from those eight behinds um, in that game. But yeah, aside from that, it's basically guesswork.
0: In the midfield, the top 10, we've got Isaac Heaney, Taylor Adams, Tim Taranto, and David Mackey again. Mackay, Mackey, whatever his name is, McKay. And Sam Menegola. Uh, so a couple of dual position players in their demo. Is that any benefit to people in Chuck Reynolds Evolution League when they're selecting their team?
1: I've found so far that when you're choosing a dual position player, especially if you've got midfield eligibility, it's best to put them in their other position, um, just purely to give you that flexibility of actually picking players who are on ball. But as I've learned is if you're on ball, you're also a higher chance to be taken off. Just randomly, so it, there's no real safe bet for anyone. So dual position or not, I, you, you you're gonna pro- probably have a stinker of a player.
0: So if it's not coming across clearly, community, this is a fun game to play. It's free to play. You chuck your name in. You go and you get a chance to win a T-shirt if you get into, if you uh, participate in the grand final later on. You watch us, watch a game, you get the points from that game, and there's no skill at all. Or well, the only skill required is the ability to. Copy some names into an Excel sheet. The top five ruckman: Patch Soldo, who's you know the highest value for points player in the competition. Sam Jacobs, Callum Sinclair, Matthew Cruiser, and Brody Grundy still sneaks into the top five, but uh, only just above Riley Bryan with about a twenty dollar difference in price. Not many number one Ruckman in that top five. Well, not convincingly in that top five anyway. Um, no, certainly
2: not. Soldo was far and away just dominant. Um, and, you know, you see Sinclair at 61. He starts at full forward in this league. Uh, Sam Naismith scored 44, um, which was very respectable for number one ruckman, but still didn't quite um, get the points you'd be after. Um, yeah, Grundy spent a lot of time off the ground. I don't know how Cruiser scored 58, but he did. Um, yeah, it's just a bit a bit wild in the rucks. So the, the current meta, if you will, is to go go cheap where you can, and but uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll change the formula and and it'll it'll swing around. I don't know. No one knows. That's the joy of it.
0: And finally, for the forward line, Isaac Heaney still number one, uh, number one in the midfield as well, number one scorer in the competition after the per, uh, preseason. Charlie Curnow, number two backup ruckman. Luke Delhouse, tied for number two, which surprising to me. Will Hoskin Elliott. Fourth and Josh Caddy, fifth. Not many big names in that five outside of Heaney that you'd uh, lock in going forward, is there, Patchy?
2: No, no, certainly. Well, you wouldn't think so, but um, yet again, this game works in mysterious ways. You get six, seven, eight is Lynch, Tom Lynch from Adelaide, and then Radigalia and Harry Himmelberg, um, seven and eight in um, Radigalia and Himmelberg, both back up Rucks. Um, which is showing that he would normally try and go for them. But yet again, the game then puts Heath Shaw in the ruck. So who knows who, what is a backup ruckman? What, what is? Who knows? How work? Confusion.
0: We don't know. But the way to sign up, guys, is you go to au. There will be a post for round three open uh, at some stage on Thursday, probably later rather than earlier. You go there, you, you find a blank spot, In the Excel sheet, the instructions are in the post. You enter team. You select your players. Then we live stream it on Friday. We have a bit of fun. We watch. We've had like uh, over 200 people play um, in total. And everyone's had a ball. And everyone jumps in the chat. It's great. We jump on... It's hosted on Twitch, you jump on you watch, you join us in the chat, everyone talks shit in the comments, it's awesome, it's the most fun we've had in a while and um, I just wanted to say thank you for anyone who's in the community who's signed up and played because it's kind of given us a reason to to get back into the footy mindset and what would otherwise be a little bit of a depressing time. So thank you for playing community and uh, Patch, do you have anything to shout out?
2: no shout to come along on friday even if you know if you if you make a team and aren't able to watch go for that we'll put the scores up that you know later that night or the next day if you can't make a team or you just want to come and watch some semblance of footy and hear us talk shit, do that just just to come along be a part of it it's excellent fun during these dark and awful times
0: In demo how about you anything to share that brother
1: I just want to say thank you to Punt Life for all their awesome work with the Jock Reynolds Evolution League with those t-shirts. And I also want to give a shout out to uh, Teller Beats, who created the intro that we've put right at the top of this podcast.
0: Yep, I was also going to shout about, so we'll get a double shout out. And I'll shout out, uh, if you haven't listened, I've been doing a series called Talking Fantasy, where I interview people behind Uh, all the fantasy content that you listen to. So find that in your podcast feed and give it a listen and uh, give us a rating as well if you want. Thanks for joining us, community. We bloody love you.
2: I'll see you Friday.